0: Rolling Stones Magazine released an updated version of the top 500 albums of all time. A list like this was bound to spark controversy. So I'm here to give my opinion on how these albums stack up. I'm Gibbs, and welcome to the Rolling Review. What is up, everybody? Gibbs here with number 460 on the Rolling Stones' top 500 greatest albums of all time. It's Lord with Melodrama. Melodrama is Lord's second studio album. And to this date, it is the last studio album that she has released. It was released on June 16th of 2017, recorded at Electric Lady in New York, Rough Customer in Brooklyn Heights, Westlake, Los Angeles, Conway, Los Angeles, and Jungle City, New York. The genre of the album is pop and electro-pop. It was released on the label of Universal, Lava, and Republic, Producers Andrew Wyatt, Frank Dukes, Jack Antonoff, Joel Little, Lord, and Malay. Out of the 11 tracks on Melodrama, there were three singles, Greenlight, Perfect Places, and Homemade Dynamite. After Lorde's initial success with her debut album, Pure Heroine, she kind of retreated from the spotlight at the time, and she would travel between her homeland of New Zealand and the United States and kind of just examined the world around her, and she started to write melodrama, which was to capture the heartbreak and solitude from, you guess it, folks, another breakup album on this list. But Lord herself would not refer to this album as a breakup album, but rather as a r- record about being alone though she would admit that the single green light was a traditional breakup song the cover for the album was done by sam mckennis which is a picture taken of lord that he took and then painted later and there's actually two versions of this image he did one image that featured a blue glow with a warm flush on lord's cheek with the other one had a different lighting, with a paler and sweeter colors. The unused image wouldn't be revealed until later, when McInnes was doing an interview for Dazed. The cover was very liked by many people, as it made a lot of lists of best album art of the 21st century so far. Paste ranked it at number 11 in their year-end list for album covers, And it also appeared on Billboard's unranked list. As well as her breakup being the source of inspiration for this album, she also took inspiration from other musicians, as she cited that she got her emotional vocals from Kate Bush and Sinead O'Connor, and also Laurie Anderson. And she also cited that the deaths of David Bowie and Prince at the time, which seems crazy that that was so long ago now, back in 2018 here, but they she used both of those as inspiration for writing this album as well. She also cites artists such as Fleetwood Mac, Leonard Cohen, Don Henley, Tom Petty, Phil Collins, and Joni Mitchells all as inspirations that she used when deciding which musical direction to take this album in and how to write it. This album was met with very positive reviews as it was released and would really sell well as it would go on to be certified platinum in Australia, platinum in Canada, gold in Denmark, two times platinum in New Zealand, gold in the United Kingdom, and gold in the United States. Melodrama would take home the award for album of the year at the New Zealand Music Award. It was nominated at the 60th Grammy Awards for Best Album of the Year, but lost out to Bruno Mars that year. Personally, I listened to this record and I was really blown away by it. It was nothing that I was expecting. I guess I was expecting more of a pop feel to it, but it was almost like a singer-songwriter pop, almost. As you do have... The tracks that have the pop beat in the background and the synthesizers. But it was also stripped down on some tracks where you just get piano. A track like Liability, for instance, was definitely one that had that piano in it. As well as a more singer-songwriter kind of feel. And I'm just listening through this album and from the beginning it blows me away i thought green light was a very good opening song because it started out and they had a little more reverb to her voice and it sounded starts out a little slow and you get that vocal effect with the reverb and then it just goes into this more upbeat song that really grasps you into the rest of this album and honestly, going through this, there wasn't a track that I didn't really like. I enjoyed the majority of this album songs like Homemade Dynamite, which I thought was a really good song, and, you know, who doesn't like the thought of blowing stuff up? Although I enjoyed the majority of this album, The Louvre was probably my favorite track on the album, and if you listen to it, you would know why. It starts out, and it has more of a rock feel to it than anything it's still poppy but you get a little more of that guitar sound in there and I just really that song kind of captured me in a little more also enjoyed hard feelings slash loveless but I enjoyed more of the hard feelings side of it I think it kind of switched and went in a different direction partway through which I would assume is the loveless part of it but I really enjoyed the hard feelings part, how it started out. And the last one I want to talk about is Cut. I thought that that was a very catchy song. And was just a really, another strong track on this album of really strong songs. So I came into this knowing Lord for Royals, which I believe most people probably know her from. But she is proving on this album that she is so much more than that and can really go in depth with the meaning of some of these songs and really write deep meaningful songs and I just feel this album as a whole was very very strong and so for that reason I'm going to leave it where it's at at 460 because I felt that it sold well it won awards I mean, it kind of checks all the boxes. It had an interesting album art cover. It just is kind of crazy to me because you look at all the things leading into this album and you wouldn't peg this as a top 500 album, but it is a really good album and stands right up there with other albums that we've listened to so far. And I would much rather listen to this than a lot of the other stuff I've had to listen to so far. So just a strong album, and I say that you wouldn't expect it because at the time of this album, I think she's maybe 19 or 20 years old. So you have a really young artist being able to write a really adult-sounding album. And just kudos to her and her ability to write an album that could be considered one of the greatest of all time. As always, I'd love to hear from you and you can reach me by email, therollingreview at yahoo.com, or by going over to Facebook, liking the fan page by searching at the Rolling Review. And going over there, clicking like, and you can see the updated list as we keep going through these, stay up to date on anything that might revolve around the rolling review. Next time at 459 we have Kid Cudi with Man on the Moon, the end of the day. Until then, I'm Gibbs, this is The Rolling Review, stay safe and be kind.